When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. This is the uh, WFY Browsecast. I'm your host, Joe Gilbert. I'm with uh, my uh, co-partner here, uh, Taylor Jezrezak. Uh, how are you doing today, Jed? Taylor? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, two straight weeks of winning. Uh, right. Does a lot for the... Uh... Psyche. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't want to like. I was trying to avoid saying psyche because that would make it seem like this team is my whole life. Right. But, uh, it certainly does improve the mood. Yes, the mood. That's a good way. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is a uh, another edition of the Brownscast, uh, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, um, and we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, for first time depositors, enter in the code WFY at checkout, and Underdog will match your deposit up to a hundred dollars. Underdog is a great platform. We've tired of the DFS salary system. Uh, there are a lot of great types and drafts every night uh, for every single sport. Uh, don't forget to use WFMY at checkout for your first time deposit, and you'll be matched up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. Uh, before we get to our kind of preview of this, uh, this week's game, let's go back to last week um, and kind of any final thoughts that you had uh, after the past couple of days? I saw um, Deshaun Watson actually spoke a couple minutes ago here, um, and his comments about his game kind of kind of pointed to what we were thinking too. Um, he he mentioned that there's a lot of stuff going on with his with uh, just the homecoming, his debut back in the NFL. So that was going through his head for most of the game. Yeah. Um, and he also said his mechanics were just bad. So that's something they we were. pointed out too. <laughs> yeah. We pointed out too. And that's, that's why we saw a lot of low passes. So um, any final thoughts uh, you had uh, after uh, last week's game? Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, a lot of what Deshaun did, did bad on Sunday um, was, were, they were all correctable mistakes. The right. like mecha- mechanical stuff, um, not seeing the game quick enough, or b- the game being too quick, f- like fast for him because yeah. he hasn't seen it in so long. Pressure coming out. Uh, mm. Yeah, the off the field stuff will lessen. Although I think this week it's going to be probably the most brutal that he'll see. Probably. Um. Well. Anywhere outside Cleveland is going to be pretty brutal for about the next year or so. Um, But division opponents and all that is probably even more so. Um, So the the chance that he heard in the preseason and all that stuff is going to come back this week. It's just a matter of um, whether or not he's able to kind of put that, tune that out and and fix his mechanics enough to make a difference positively in the game. Because I don't think luckily the Texans were as bad as they are because the negative impact that 
Watson's game had on the, the Browns on Sunday definitely was canceled out by the fact that the Texans were so bad. Right. Yeah. Like it, it ended up being like a neutral impact game for like he didn't help, he didn't hurt. Right. He just didn't do anything. <laughs> right. So like you but you can't have that kind of game the next two weeks. You need to be Yeah. It was basically a preseason game. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> like we actually saw it in the preseason where he struggled quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the preseason he didn't get a whole lot of run, but yeah. It's still it's still something that he needs to get get it back under his get get himself mm-hmm. back up and yeah. Like almost I, I don't want to say relearn how to be a quarterback, but like I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> relearn he hasn't to be done an it in NFL so long. quarterback. <laughs> he hasn't done it in so long. Right. I think just the game is just kind of and you you forget. I think I feel like even even that he has all this experience that you just kind of forget. Oh, these guys are super fast out here. These guys come at me faster than anything I could kind of um, project or kind of practice, and uh, it, it kind of hits you. So I think, and that, they're allowed to hit me now, right? Or, or they're not in practice. Me. All right, I think that and just the homecoming, coming back to Houston, it was just, I think everything kind of put it all together. And it was, it made sense that the mechanics broke down because he kind of wasn't thinking. He was just kind of overthinking things and he wasn't doing, he was thinking. Yeah, right. And and that happens when you have all those kind of thoughts in your mind at once. Yeah. So, and, um, and some of that stuff he put on himself, obviously. True. You yeah. can't absolve him from right. all of it. No. So no. Um, yeah, he put himself in this position. Yeah, like no I, like you can't feel sorry for him. It's just stating what happened. Like yeah, right. he looked he looked like crap because he hasn't played quarterback in almost two years. Like yeah. this is what happens. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Good way to put it. Um, but yeah. So that is uh, last week. Um, not other besides Deshaun Watson, there's not much else you can really take from that game because you didn't play an NFL team. It seemed like uh, no, you played you played a very good XFL team, right? <laughs> like uh, Tony Fields um, scoring a touchdown, Denzel getting probably the easiest touchdown I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he almost looked surprised that the ball was there. Seriously, like right? It was like oh. Oh, I should get this. I should get this. <laughs> and, like, basically no one else knew the football was out. <laughs> yeah, like I put in the Discord, uh, when that play happened, about 16 or 17 of the 22 people on the field were in one mass of humanity. Right. And the ball ended up outside of that mass. And <laughs> just pick it up and that he was, could have walked. He could have. He probably could have. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was that was kind of something. Um yeah, besides that, the, uh, the you can't really take much from that game. So we're now York looked good. Cade York, yes, yes. We can we take need that. to build a dome. That's that's a, the uh, <laughs> that's basically the uh, thing I got from that game. Build a dome. He's still got a kick in Pittsburgh at some point. True. He hasn't done that yet. Yeah. Since he uh, isn't that much better, but I don't know what the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh the field is terrible and. And the wind is just terrible. Yeah, it's uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Cleveland are probably the two hardest places to kick. I would Buffalo. assume Buffalo, Buffalo too. Buffalo, yeah, yeah. Great, great, right. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, besides that, uh, we move on to this week. Uh, we're playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so that's a, this is a huge game for uh, any hope the Browns have for the playoffs. Um, Cincinnati leads the division with Baltimore at eight and four. Um, they're four and one at home. Um, the Browns are five and seven and two and four away from home. So it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, yep. But the Browns somehow have Joe Burrow's number for some reason. Well, I think they have the Bengals number. Yeah, I, I, I think Joe Burrow hasn't really struggled. I think he struggled in maybe one of them, one or one and a half of the games. But um, yeah, it's something to kind of, kind of. It makes the game more interesting <laughs> to me. Like, yeah. if, if it was, if we didn't have this kind of trek record, I, I wouldn't be feeling uh, as well as I as I think um, about this game. Uh, yeah, what's I mean, your, they won, they won their last five over the Bengals, right? And eight of the last nine. <laughs> That's crazy. The only loss being that. Uh, I think it was probably week 17 or eight, uh, 16 or 17 in 2019 when everyone knew that everyone's going to get fired anyway. So, right. Um, draft positioning there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but between, I mean, the Bengals just haven't been able to stop the Browns running game in any of these games. Uh, Let's, I mean, I had them all pulled up here. Um, the Thursday night game in week two of 2020, the Browns rushed for 215 yards. In the game where Baker had the, the comeback, where they actually tried to shut down the run, they ran for 82. So um, 153 in the 41-16 to 16 game last year. And then... 172 in the ho- on Halloween night. So, yeah, it, it's it's a lot. They, they're averaging like 140, 50 yards a game against the Bengals. Right. It's kind of been interesting. It's It's been basically, besides I think that the comeback one, they've been basically the same type of games. They, the Browns dominated on the run game, and then they just couldn't, couldn't pass. The Cincinnati just couldn't pass block. On on uh, yeah for Joe Burrow so and that's pretty much what they're gonna have to do to, uh, this week yeah um, yeah like I don't know what the stat is I think Miles has like eight sacks against the Bengals in his career right um, he has a an absurd like thirty percent pressure rate <laughs> against the Bengals <laughs> ridiculous which is, <laughs> which is just nuts <laughs> right. one out of every three dropbacks Miles Garrett is getting to Joe Burrow. It just seems like they don't like they don't put any extra guys on him as much as you like like a lot of teams just put five guys on it. It just seems like they put put their their tackles in a lot of single situations. Well, I don't think they odd. they don't have the same use like tight end usage that the Browns do. True. So most of the time they're out there with three receivers. Right. That's a good point. Um, because why are you going to take one of, one of those three guys off the field? Even though Tyler Boyd had that hor- horrendous drop on Sunday, <laughs> oh, uh, like you don't want to take those three guys off the field if you can help it. So 
you don't necessarily have a whole ton of space for chipping. And I mean, if they're going to keep leaving Jonah Williams on, on an Island against miles Garrett, miles Garrett's going to keep sacking Joe Burrow twice a game. Right. <laughs> like it, it's just, I mean, it's been proven that he can't block him for consistently over the course of a football game. He can't block him for the entire game. Um, and if the if the Browns are able to get ahead, like they did on Halloween, they're able to just go after Joe Burrow because the Bengals seem to abandon the run pretty quickly. I don't know why they abandoned the run so quickly on Halloween. That was a close game for most of it. Yeah. Um, but they've done that a lot this year too. They've they've gone very pass heavy. Yeah, I mean they had ten runs. They 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 called ten running plays. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see kind of how if they kind of change up their what they've been doing. Um, I know uh, Samaji P Ryan um, has been running very well past couple games. Yeah, he he's honestly in this. I, I mean, I know Bengals fans, but I don't I don't necessarily know if this is a hot take for them or not. I think he's probably been better as a true running back than Joe Mixon was. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Mixon was really not having a great season. He had no. he's had like one spectacular, incredible game uh, <laughs> against the right. Panthers, where they I guess they just thought he didn't exist. But, <laughs> That's a that's another uh, Joe Mixon is also terrible at pass blocking too. So that's another kind of contributing factor in how they're unable to kind of <laughs> pass block versus the uh, Browns yeah. pass rush. So uh, Samaji is uh, quite a bit better, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, he, and he's also shown that he can, he can catch, catch the ball. Too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's definitely. Definitely, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how I know Joe Mixon has been a full participant at least uh, yesterday. He was coming off a concussion, um, so I assume he'll be playing. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see, like, what, what if they split it up, or if they just go keep keep with a hot hand, or or they just go back to Joe Mixon. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I'm not sure how they would go. You never know with Zach Taylor, what the heck? Yeah, he I mean, he he does some weird things. He does some very so, weird things. Yes, it, it's it. It'll be hard to know what he's gonna do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think I mean the crux of the get into it here in a second. Um. You know what they obviously Joe Burrow is their entire identity on offense right now. Yep. Um. And, and that's not that's not a knock on him at all. <laughs> I mean, he can be their entire identity, and they can win games. So, um, he the last two times that he's played the Browns, he didn't play in Week Seventeen last year, or whenever that was. Um, the last two times he's played the Browns, he has not played particularly well. Um, whatever they the Browns have done have confused him, and I don't know if that's pressure or if that's Let's say early um, in games too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if the pressure is getting to him. Like not not the pressure of the moment. The pressure from Miles Garrett. Right. 
Um, but it, it's just not, it's not been the hit, like Joe Burrow performances. Uh, like it, it, even on Halloween, he was 20, 20, 25 of 35 for 232, two touchdowns and a pick. <laughs> but I think prior to garbage time, when the Browns went up 25 nothing in the fourth quarter, he was, he had like, 95 passing yards for no touchdowns and a pick. Right. Like he was not performing well. And then in the, in the 41 16 game last year, he was 28 of 40 for 282 and two picks. One of those picks went for a touchdown. Right. So. So. Yeah. um, It's weird too, because like, it's not like, it's not like it's just the Browns who are able to pass rush and get pressure on them. Like he happens, this happens every week. Like they're, Offensive line is a problem, but for some reason it's just – I I think it – I don't know if it's Miles Garrett because that is kind of interesting that he kind of pointed him out. Um, they asked him a question. I think, no, I think yeah, no one else has Miles Garrett. Yeah, no one else has – it's just interesting that he would point him out. Obviously that's true, but, like, it's interesting. I don't know if that's, like, something in his head or, like, he knows, hey, this guy's coming after me. I don't think it's in his head to start games. I think <laughs> once he sees them, does yeah, a you know, once once me. Jonah Williams olays him the first time, <laughs> it's like, oh shit, I gotta get going. <laughs> I gotta throw this ball quickly. Yeah, and that and that in itself takes away a big part of their offense. Yeah, downfield vertical. It takes away their 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 deep outs, their their go routes that yep. stuff like that develop long developing plays. The same reason the Browns struggled in 2019 when Freddie Kitchens was deciding that he wanted to go deep to OBJ at least once a possession <laughs> and they had like no offensive tackles. <laughs> every every route tree was like 25 yards downfield. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a it's it's weird it's weird to see him kind of struggle versus the Browns because it's it's not like it's anything different that he faces every 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 week where he's constantly getting pressure in his face. Uh, we saw it last week, <laughs> uh, Kansas City got to him and he still made plays. So, um, well, unlike unlike he ha- has had against the Browns, they had a running game last week because Cincinnati can't stop right. the run. Great. Yeah. Browns can't stop the run either, but yeah, for some reason they <laughs> just don't go to that. We'll see. Yeah. That'll be interesting because we'll, the Cincinnati game, it was like in the beginning of when teams started to figure out, oh, we can run against, we can run against this Browns team with yeah. relative ease. So I wonder. It'll be interesting to see kind of if that, if they actually stick with the run and attack attack the Browns defense that way. Uh, especially with two two backs now this week. Um, that'll be that'll be something to watch, especially early on. If they if they again abandon the run, then the Browns are in good position, I think. Yeah. I mean this'll be the the one the one factor that I that I wanna see in this game is this will be the first time that Joe Burrow has gotten a second shot at them in a season. In 2020, he tore his ACL between the two games. Good point. In 2021, they didn't play. He didn't play in the second game. 
And as far as we know, he's still healthy enough to play this week. He's, just, I mean, he's going to be healthy unless something happens, freak concussion or something. Um, yeah, that's it, a good caller. It, it'll be the first time that Joe Burrow gets a second crack at the defense. Mm. The thing, the thing that I will say in the Browns' defense favor is that I don't know if there's a cornerback room better suited to match up with the Bengals in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Denzel Ward has done has frustrated uh, Jamar Chase in the past. Yep, he, he's just not able to. Even though he he did get open a lot last week by just throwing guys around. Um, like Denzel's not afraid to get physical. No, Denzel will Denzel will get up get up there and challenge you too. But I think the emergence the emergence of uh, Martin Emerson, yeah, he really helps T Higgins. T Higgins, yeah, because they didn't have like you could put Greg Newsom on, Newsom on him, but T Higgins is so big, and T Higgins is the one who kind of has been successful against them. I think uh, I think he was he the leading receiver in the last game. Yeah, I think he caught the touchdown. Yeah, so. He's, uh, yeah, he's definitely, that's a huge kind of find that Browns can kind of have a guy that can match up the size and size of, uh, Key Higgins. Um, yeah, so I mean, be- it, and there's, there's enough documented proof on Martin Emerson, uh, right. that he can do this. I mean, we're talking about Mike Wallace in this, in the San Diego game, who I think he, he did fairly well on aside from maybe one play. Uh, he did stop the um, the fourth down at the end of the game that should have given the Browns the win, but didn't. Um, and then trying to see, yeah, he did. He did play. Okay, he did play against the Bengals on Halloween. I wanted to see if that was one of the games he was out or not. Um, but even that night, T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins made his touchdown catch over Emerson. Mm-hmm. But he was still three for forty nine, and I think that that touchdown right. was thirty one yards. Right. So, yeah, yeah, and that was earlier in the season, and he's just kind of really turned it on. Yeah, I mean, his performance on Mike Evans a couple weeks ago is yeah is what gives you the belief that maybe he could re- replicate this against T Higgins. Yeah. Right. I, obviously, like Mike means, Evans is a better version of T Higgins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, obviously, that leaves Tyler Boyd, and they they have some of those other receivers, um, Trenton Irwin, who's been making some catches lately. Um, the nice but, thing though is with with Boyd, they 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 have Newsom in the in the slot who can cover him. Yeah, and if they want to go four wide, I mean, they have the corners to do it. But I, I wouldn't scoff at putting JOK on one of on one of those their. their wide receiver four another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Yeah, I think the I think the kind of the thing to look out for is is going to be the tight ends. 
Um, Hayden Hurst is uh, he's limited in practice right now. Um, but that seems like maybe the matchup they, they could exploit. Uh, talk about the Bengals. Yeah. Um, depending on who covers them. Uh, but we don't know who the heck is going to be out there. So they might not have that option to go towards. Like last year they had CJ, who, who's, uh, what is his name? CJ, who's, what is his Uzuma. name? Oh, God. I can't Uzuma. think of this. Yeah. Uzuma. Yeah. Uh, but he's now at the Jets. And so it'll be, um, I I feel like that would have been something they attacked, but I don't know if Hayden Hurst is going to play. So. And Hayden Hurst only had four for forty-two in the last game, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think they had they had uh, without Chase. Without Chase, you're just kind of that offense is not as strong as as it can be. No, and you know, you obviously, they. I mean, up. they've played Chase before, uh, right? The one, I mean, you can't use the December game. Um, no, but last year when they had. Chase when they played against Chase and they got out to the big lead. Uh, what was that? What was the score of that game? Thirty-one to ten after the Nick Chubb run. Um, T. Higgins was six for seventy-eight. Jamar Chase was six for forty-nine. Joe Mixon was five for forty-six. <clears throat> yeah. So that's another. Uh, the running backs will be interesting to cover too. On the back yeah, ends. yeah. Gotta, the the thing, the well. thing that even even though we we criticize Joe Woods and there's been some criticism of um, Andrew Barry this year for you know some of his decisions, it does feel like this defense is uniquely tuned to stop what the Bengals do. Like, yeah. for whatever reason, the Bengals really frustrate the Chiefs. They're they're not like a great defense, but whatever they do mm-hmm. frustrates the Chiefs. Yep. And whatever the Browns do frustrates the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> like they can't they can't solve it. Those those things both of those things can be true. Yeah. And to this point, you know, uh, twenty twenty was rough because they they gave up a lot of points to the Bengals, but they won both games. They gave and they gave up. 64 points to the Bengals in those two games, but they won both. Um, last year, you know, they, they had the one game that the, the 41 to 16, it was 41 to, it was 31 to 10, 34 to 10 at the end of the third quarter. So like, yeah, you, you take out the defensive touchdown. It's 20, 27 to 10 Add a field goal in case they score that it's 27 to 13, 27 to 17. You're still up 10 points. Right. I mean, obviously, that does that change the inflection of the game with that? I don't know because the Bengals went right back down the field and scored again. Mm. It was seven seven in that game, so it, it's it, it's it's kind of cool to see that this defense does have some merit, and it, it this week will be a further solidification of that if they're able to stop them. Right. If they're able to do the job again, and then they're able to do the job again next week against the Ravens, like for some reason this defense sucks against most teams, <laughs> except for except for you two Cincinnati North. and Baltimore. They're really good against, right? <laughs> like, 
it's that is very next week very, might not next week might not be the greatest indication of what they're right. capable, what like because Lamar might not play but right. um this week is the big test though this yeah is the, like this is the big test this is the this is the is like I think if you're able to do it again against the Bengals yeah you have serious internal discussions on whether or not Joe Woods could hang around because these are these are four of your seventeen games, right? Like if you're able to shut down these teams four times and then watch the watch the Steelers squirm in the background, <laughs> like right, yeah, it's like it's so interesting. Like I don't want to I don't want to say I'm back on the Joe Woods bandwagon, but like <laughs> it's just so weird. The Bengals are a good team, and they they they're they've the last two meaningful games they've played against them, they've destroyed them. The, yeah. yeah, so right, yeah. This is the this is like the big test because the Bengals are coming in hot. They're playing yeah. probably their best best football of the year. They're yeah. they're healthy pretty much on offense. Uh, yeah, this is uh, definitely something to kind of look out for. If the the Browns defense is coming in hot as well, I believe. True. Uh, while we can't take away last, we week, can't but... take away a whole lot from last week in terms of what they did output wise. I think scoring certainly raises morale. The fact that right. you blew out a team without scoring an offensive touchdown. Yeah. raises morale getting turnovers is just yeah like that's a huge thing that was yeah <laughs> they haven't had what, what was the last game we had a turnover it was it was quite a while like it was yeah. like they that was that's just one of the big things like the, this defense has might have been the Bengals been, game i don't think they had a turnover against the Bucks. right yeah like this defense just has not been able to produce like like that was part of the thing last year where they kind of they were able to get turnovers, uh, but this year they just been <laughs> it's like not even been close either. Yeah, they're, they're just, just not in the positions to do it. Right. So um, we'll um, see. We'll see if it continues. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's the that's kind of the Browns defense versus the offense. Let's kind of move over to the offense here. So we're talking. We talked about Deshaun already. How he struggled with his um, struggled with his mechanics and kind of just his process. Everything, yeah, pretty much, yeah, with everything. He, he did run well, which is I would hope so. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge thing because I I know we talked about how much success this Browns defense. I I just think they're just gonna have to score. They're gonna have to score a lot. <laughs> to keep up in this game and uh, they need Deshaun to kind of step up. I think a big key will be getting that run game going. Um, it, it, it was successful last week for much of the game. I would say it was, it was solid. Um, I think it could be more dynamic with, with the zone read and kind of the RPOs and all that kind of, yeah. you got the kind of look for two different, two different people to, take the ball. So that, that could help. Um, but yeah, Deshaun's just gotta be better. It's basically, <laughs> he's just gotta be like, he just has to play Brissett level. Like we're not, <laughs> we're not even asking for all. No, and, and 
the the, oh, the thing that I wonder, the thing that I'm wondering is how the Bengals are going to plan to attack this. Are they going to mm-hmm. stop the run and say, let's make Deshaun Watson beat us and then hope that he's still rusty? Or are they going to come mm-hmm. out and see where he's at before they commit to it? Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder because if they it's, it's, it's an extremely risky proposition to say, Right. We're gonna let Deshaun Watson beat us, right? Because <laughs> he's done that to teams. Like, it's not impossible. But I do you know, wonder. I do wonder if they're gonna blitz. If they're gonna see if the pressure kind of gets to him again. Because we saw last week where it wasn't even. It was it, the offensive line was very poor last week, but um, pressure got to him and he he, he was flustered. Well, I think we're going to see a lot of the same things that we have in terms of how defenses are pressuring the Browns now. Mm-hmm. They know that the weak spot is right up the middle. Yeah. So yeah. They're, everyone's been bringing the, the A-gap pressure. Um, very rarely have you seen like pressure on the edges that isn't from someone, isn't from a defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. So I, I think... What you're probably going to see is a lot of Kareem Hunt. Like if that if that's going to be a game plan from the Bengals, then you're probably going to see a lot of Kareem Hunt because as good as Nick Chubb is, he's still not a very good pass blocker for whatever reason. Right. Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but... Right. He's big, physical. Yeah. He's a, he's a smart guy. Like yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make a ton of sense that he's not good at pass blocking. But, yeah. um, you know, it's just a, whatever his skill set is. The, and Hunt, Hunt is one of the better ones in the entire league. So yeah, it's it's almost unfair to compare him. Right. But yeah, um, it's. I mean, the Browns should know what's coming. They they know this team. <laughs> like, right. they know the Bengals. They know what they're going to do on defense. They do have DJ Reader back. They didn't have him uh, right. in October. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't exactly help them against. Uh, in the run against the Chiefs, who aren't a running team, they ran for 140 yards on Sunday. Right. So, I mean, I, I think that was the the Chiefs' plan seemed to be to get the yards that were there on the ground. They were they were much more inclined to run the ball than I think we've seen out of them in a long time mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, but I think that was more that was Cincinnati's kind of game plan. <laughs> like they've that's the that's a game plan they've shown the past couple of years is force force them to run the game run the ball like they're gonna drop back a lot of guys um muddy the secondary and i i don't know they're probably not gonna run that same uh situation against the browns no um, i don't think you're gonna be rushing I, three dropping eight against the no, browns um maybe not quite with the stupid. offensive line struggles that they've had <laughs> right um I mean, if you're rushing three, dropping eight against the Browns, uh, Deshaun Watson's going to run for seven yards, and then right. he's going to run for six yards. Yeah. And then he's going to run for seven yards. We're going to see the Baltimore offense. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're going to rush three, just take what's there and go get a few yeah. yards. Yeah. Draw plays, screen plays. Like, the, the – the fact that the Chiefs can't solve the Bengals is so weird to me. Like, just, just to go off on a bit of a tangent. Like, mm-hmm. 
that offense can solve any problem. Yep. But Except the Bengals have some like devil magic on them. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like they've beaten every I think they I I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes has beaten every single team in the league. Except, except for the, the Bengals. <laughs> except for the Bengals. Like it's it's pretty crazy. Um but that's sometimes just how the NFL is. Like there's just sometimes where you just Yeah, a certain roster and scheme like just yeah. perfectly negates what you do. And yeah. That could be what happens with I mean, it, it's funny that, that the Bengals have this potentially two weeks in a row where they play a team that no matter what the other team does, they have their number. And then they come back the next week, and no matter what the Bengals do, the other team has their number. Like, right. it, like, and that could be disproven on Sunday. I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. So, um, keeping on the offense, um, passing game uh, struggled last week, obviously because of Deshaun Watson, but uh, he may get a key guy back here, uh, David Njoku. Um, it looks like it, at least from his aspect, it looks like he is leaning towards playing. Um, he, at least all the talk around the team seems like he wants to play and he's, and he's healthy enough to play, but we'll still see on that one. Um, but I think, I think he might, he might actually be the key to kind of unlocking Deshaun, at least, at least better than what we saw last week. Because he, he just didn't have really anybody to kind of like dump it off to. Um, yeah. Like he he didn't really target the running backs very much. Um, and then obviously the receivers are downfield. And then the ones that did dump off were like that Bell. Bell would have been a good guy to dump yeah, off it, to. Yeah, it, it certainly hurt that yeah. Bell was out. And, and like your guy was Joku was out. <laughs> like, and Schwartz. Schwartz isn't someone that's going to – yeah, yeah. like I don't think the offense is ever going to voluntarily run Schwartz on <laughs> five-yard stop routes. Right, right. Um, right. Or yeah. over the middle routes because he's just like as good as he is at certain things, he is not built for going over the middle. Right. Yeah. Mentally, I don't think. Yeah. Physically, I don't – he's definitely not. But Physically, yeah. He's yet to show the mental side of going over the middle. And I think a lot of – they they really wanted to try and stretch out the defense last week mm-hmm. because the Texans have been liable to that. Right, they've they've given that up. So there wasn't a whole lot of DPJ being real close to the line of scrimmage either. Right. Um, yeah, he's another guy that will be probably closer to the line this week. Yeah, I I, I don't think this will be a game like they had on Halloween where everything is played except for one play. Everything is played within like a ten yard box of the line of scrimmage. Um, I think you're you're gonna see a lot of maybe what the what the what they tried to do to the Bengals when Baker was on in 2020, which was go deep and stretch out the defense that way. Granted, that was a much worse Bengals defense, but um, we also didn't see much play action last week either. No, that the. they really didn't show a whole lot of anything. They showed, they showed read option on film. They showed RPO on film. They didn't show a whole lot of the extent of it. Yeah. True. Because they didn't need it. Right. Yeah. 
yeah, we didn't we didn't see a lot of RPOs either. Like it was it was basically just kind of zone read and kind of handoffs and all that. But so maybe maybe they were kind of obviously I think it was a combination of they didn't need to, and then Watson struggling, and then just kind of the just the progress the progression of the offense just because he's still this is a, that was his first game, so you don't want to throw it all at him right away. Yeah. So. Um, I, I definitely think we'll see a more advanced scheme this week. Uh, they yeah, there, I mean, there was definitely a point in that game where they decided we don't need to do a whole lot. Yeah, especially when when, when you're basically not passing the last eight minutes of the game, <laughs> it shows a sign that they kind of like, okay, we're on to next week. We're, yeah. on, the, we're on to Cincinnati. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah, like, literally, we're on to Cincinnati. Um yeah, the, the 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 last key kind of thing is just the offensive line has to play so much better than they did last week. Um, Wyatt Teller needs to wake up um, because you can't have you can't have your center who's already pretty bad, uh, and you can't have your your high price guard being bad too. That, like you can't have two guys in the middle just being a sieve. Um, yeah, the inconsistency of the offensive line this year has been the most weird, frustrating part. Yeah, like there'll be games where they look really good, and then they'll come back the next week, and two or three of the guys will lay like an egg, lay an egg, right. and it it ruins almost the whole offense because when your whole offense is predicated on offensive line movement and yeah. that kind of stuff, it it really negates what they do. Right, yeah, and obviously I mean, a lot of obviously obviously being down to your seventeenth center um, <laughs> hurts. Yeah. Um, I mean if if Froholt gets hurt, the Bill Callahan might go out there and play center. <laughs> like, <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah, uh, I don't yeah, know who's next on the line. Uh, right. like, I really don't. I really don't know who's next. Uh, I think they signed a guy, but I have no idea what his name would be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the health has obviously killed this team, this offensive line. Um, and it's not even it's not even the health of the entire line. Obviously, Teller has had his issues, but he's kind of come back from that. I think Conklin continues. Conklin has so. not been the same since he got hurt last year. Right. Um, since he first got hurt last year, he came back. He got hurt. Was out, came back, got hurt again, and was done for the year. Yeah, like a, um, he played like a half a game, didn't he? I think yeah, like, yeah, yeah, something like that. But I think you know, there's only so much next man up that you can do before right. before it just complete the bottom drops out. Right, and I think we're right at that point. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think the bottom has completely dropped out. I think Froholt does have some good reps, and he had some good reps at guard. When he was filling in for Teller, I, I just think I think he's just not a center. He's not a center. Like, <laughs> he's just not a center. Like you might be better off putting Batonio there, but then you have a hole at left guard, right? And you can't really have a hole at left guard when Wills has been as inconsistent as he's been. Yeah, it's one of those things you don't want to create another a problem just to shore it up a little bit. Like, yeah, this isn't know. Madden. You can't just put your right. best your best <laughs> offensive lineman on the line. You, like. These are real people that have to, you know, play a position that they may have never played before. Right. It's basically we're just kind of at the point where the the individuals have to play better. We need to see 
Antonio's been great. That guy you can just throw out there and it'll be fine. Wyatt Teller needs to be a lot more consistent. Um, and then Wills has to be consistent. Like he, it's so weird. We talked about it a lot this year. It just he he makes he has these great reps, and then he just has one that looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. Football, yeah, like yeah. His consistency is just needs to improve. Um, Conklin, you just hope he can get healthier each week. Yeah, I think I think the reality is this is these are Conklin's last five plus games, right? Yeah, in Cleveland, I think they have an out in his contract, and it's yeah. pretty pretty hefty contract and he has not been healthy enough to unfortunately justify bringing back right as yeah. good as he's been like yeah you're gonna have a new right tackle next year you gotta cut bait and the right tackle could be wills like he played that in college now that was because Tua was a lefty and he was still protecting the blind side right but I don't, I don't know if that's something you'd want to do because now he's had three years at left tackle and you'd be screwing with the mechanics again. Right, yeah. I, I, I doubt they would do that. But well, well, who knows? It's going to be interesting to see what they do with the offensive line. They, they could honestly just uh, promote Hudson, who is someone they like. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, because this is going to be the first kind of offseason where they gotta they got to address the offensive line one way well, or another. They, they shouldn't have to address center because they have Nick Harris, yeah. who they really like, who has shown that he's very good in flashes, but they lost him on the first play of the preseason. Right. So, like, they have that piece there. They potentially have a right tackle. I mean, they could they could sign a tackle, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they really need to. Right. But that's up to them. But I, yeah. I also think we have gone way too far down this rabbit hole. <laughs> right. right. Okay. As we move on. Um, <laughs> so the advantages I think we talked about, um, it's basically the same as every game they've had in the last two or two seasons here uh, against Cincinnati, running the ball and then getting after Joe Burrow. Yep. Um, what, are your, what are your keys to victory um, before we get to our prop bets this week? Uh, if they're going to win – they're going to have to continue to be able to run the ball on the Bengals, which they've done consistently. Um, the only game they didn't was the game where they had to come back um, because they just couldn't run the ball that day. Um, so they're going to have to continue to be able to run the ball. Uh, Miles Garrett's going to have to do what he did against Tampa. I don't know how much of that he has left in the tank because it looks like his arm could fall off. It literally looks like they've taped his arm onto his shoulder. <laughs> I know every every drive because he he has that whole apparatus taped up right there. It looks like right. they taped him on. Every drive, he looks like he's just, it's just yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to feel sorry for him because he kind of did it to himself. But like, I'm glad that he's out there doing yeah. like suffering through and still making the most of it. I mean, the guy has ten sacks on one arm, right? Or nine sacks on one arm. <laughs> so like, pretty incredible. Um. And you know they got to get after him. They got and you got to force at least one turnover. Yeah. The last the last two games they've played against the Bengals that they won, and the, I'm not counting the December one again. The last two times they've played Joe Burrow, they've gotten him to throw an interception at least once. Mm-hmm. Actually, every time they've played Joe Burrow, they've gotten him to throw an interception. Yeah. He is. I think he is. 
five touchdowns, four interceptions against the Browns. Uh, And three of those touchdowns came in one game. Yeah. So I think the other way around too is the Browns can't turn it over. No, they, they, they cannot do what they did last week. Yeah. Can't give Joe Burrow short field. Um, yeah, that's, that's a recipe for disaster there. Um, History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. Other than that, uh, yeah, run the ball. Uh, Deshaun just has to be better. (laughs) Be able to handle the pressure. Yeah, um, because it's come, it's gonna come, because the offensive line is just struggling, and it's, it is what it is. And Cincinnati has a solid pass rush, so they can get after you. So he just gotta, he's just gotta improve this week. He he can't be, he can't be Texans. Uh, he can't be last week's or the Browns. No. Are gonna, the Browns are gonna get run out of the field. Yeah, I mean he he doesn't have to be twenty nineteen or twenty twenty right. Deshaun Watson. He doesn't need to be. Just best quarterback percent. in the league. He just needs to be Jacoby percent usable, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, don't turn it over. Um, special teams has to be good again. Uh, continue the the good return game would be nice to see. Um, we need Katie York to make us field goals. Yeah. Don't get blocked, please. Yep. For the fifth straight time or whatever it would be fifth time this year or whatever. Um, fourth, fourth, fourth time. Uh, seems like five hundred, but uh. <laughs> well, yeah. Anytime over, uh, anytime you start getting into the three four range, it feels like you're gonna. There's <laughs> right. a chance that any one of them could get blocked. Right. Um. Yeah. Basically, it's just it's kind of continue the the formula <laughs> we've seen the last three times, three or four times. Yeah. Get after, get after Burrow. Run the ball. Don't make mistakes. Turn turn over Joe Burrow once or twice, and see where you're at. Uh, because they do, as we said, they do match up pretty well uh, in terms of their receivers and, and our cornerbacks. Um, it'll be the the other key would be kind of not allowing their run game to get going. Would be, but that's that's a big hill to. That's a big hill. Yeah, whether whether you're asking the Browns to stop them or you're asking them or you're asking the Bengals Zach Taylor to forget that yeah, the running just the ball forget. exists. 
<laughs> that's basically what we're asking for. Yeah, Zach you're Taylor more likely forget. to you're more likely to get Zach Taylor to forget that the running game exists than you are to get the Browns to stop the run. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's not a hard uh, kind of keys of victory because we've seen them do it the past couple times. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's get to our prop bets um, before we get to this week's. Uh, last week we both went four and four. Um, it was a, it was kind of weird game to kind of diagnose because we didn't know what Deshaun was going to be, um, and the game turned out to be one even weirder than we could have expected. <laughs> yeah, when I mean when you have a score of five to nothing and then seven to five, right? <laughs> you're, yeah. you're in weird territory. Exactly. Um, so Browns won twenty seven fourteen. So we were both on uh, Browns minus seven. So we we're both correct. Uh, over under 47 and a half, we were both wrong. They were both, they were under uh, 41. The the thing that I think we, we didn't, um, we didn't take into account is that the Texans have scored 20 points exactly once this year. Right. And it was in week one and they tied. <laughs> right. So. And we, I think I, at least for me, we put too much, uh, we put too much emphasis on Deshaun Watson being actually ready to go. I think at least I did. Yeah. Um, uh, but, the, 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 but the but the thing is, had he not thrown that pick, they would have gotten the over probably. Yeah, true. That's a good point. That's a very good so, point. So, like, all it took was one offensive touchdown. Yeah. Um, next one was over under Chubb ninety one and a half. Uh, he just got under. It was at eighty. Uh, so we're both wrong on that. Watson over under three hundred twenty. He was not even close. He was at one fifty two, uh, which you had. You had Taylor. You had. Um, you had the under. Uh, over under Cooper, uh, 100 receiving yards. We were both right on that. He only had 40. Um, and then the Texan rushing attack, uh, only uh, it was over under 90 total rushing yards, and it was at 82. So uh, I was right on that one. Yep. Um, close. That was very close. Yeah. Um, and then the most touchdown receptions, no one got a touchdown reception, so we were both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no one on the offense scored. Yeah. And then the last one was the final score. We both had the Browns. Um, you had 31 or yeah, you had 34, 20 and then I had 31, 20. Um, so uh, we we're pretty, it was close to close on that one. Um, yeah. I, I, if I was guessing what we were thinking last week, I don't think we would have got how they were scored those points. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think we would have anticipated how they got to fourteen. No. <laughs> uh, okay, so this week uh, it is Browns plus six and a half, according to Fanduel. Um, I will take the six and a half. I'm I agree with you. I'm taking the six and a half. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm picking the Browns, but I don't think it's going to be. I don't, think they're, I don't think they're going to get blown out, right? By any means, yeah. There, mm-hmm. There's, there's no data that would suggest that the Browns are going to get blown out by the Bengals, given <laughs> the last, the way that they've played each other the last couple of years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one is forty-seven and a half over under. I'm going to go over. Um, I'm going to go considerably over. Yeah. Uh, this week we have the Bengals who are able to score, rather than the Texans who <laughs> couldn't score. Yeah, uh, but like even even if you go back to the game in October, that hit the over. That would have hit this over. 
Right. Wouldn't it, I don't think it would have hit the over in October. I think the over was lower. But the, at what they hit, 48 in in October? No, it was 32-13, right? So it didn't mm-hmm. hit the over. No, it was just no. under. It was just under. But like even even in that kind of a slop fest of a game, you almost right. hit the over. And like I don't I don't foresee the Bengals scoring thirteen. I just don't. <laughs> no, unless that. they get in their own way again, which right. I mean they're 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 one to do, but you would think they would have you would think they would learn from their problems, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, over under Joe Burrow touchdowns two and a half. Um I'm gonna go under. I think he has two. Two? Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under also, um, because they do. They do like to around the goal line. They do run the ball like Joe Mixon will. So I think he'll be. I think they'll be under. I think two is probably the right number. Um, so we're we're going even. We're we're doing the same thing so far. Um, over under Bengal rushing yards, a hundred and ten. This um, one's they, tough because they average a hundred per game. This one's tough because they average they average that, but then whatever the Browns do to shut them down in the run game works consistently. Right, and then but then also there some of that might be the fact that Joe Mixon has the ball carrier vision of a blind squirrel, but um, and they have been running better in the past couple games. So yeah, it's like there's there's different things, and the run defense sucks. So. It's a different. It's very. This is a tough one. Yeah, tough one. I, I I think I feel like it'll be under, but I don't think it'll be thirty eight yards like we saw in October. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Browns ha- or I think the Browns have to hold them under. If it's over, then they lost the game. I think you agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, one ten. I'm gonna go under. I know we're agreeing on all these, but I, I think I just think I it's tough to tough to not say under when we've seen all this evidence where the Bengals just don't run against this team for some reason. Um, so I'm going to go under. They um, have Miles Garrett. We better pass. I know, right? <laughs> that seems like a smart idea. <laughs> oh man. Okay, this one's a this one's an t- interesting one. Over under Deshaun Watson total yards two hundred sixty six point five. So I got this from Underdog Fantasy. <laughs> they got I think, me that number. N- nice plug. Um, okay. I think I think over. I'm thinking over? over on this one. Okay. I think he'll. I don't know if he'll have two hundred sixty seven passing yards, but I think he'll have enough rushing yards to uh, offset it, even if it's thirty or forty. I honestly think I have this feeling that they might come out and passing do us almost similar to the Ravens. They have the they have the offense now to kind of run some of that stuff. Obviously, Deshaun Watson is not Lamar Jackson when it comes to mm-hmm. downfield speed, but like they have the ability to do that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they threw that wrinkle out there and they mm-hmm. and they wanted to confuse the defense a little bit with more option game. Yeah. Um, I I know we're agreeing on every single one of these, but I, I agree on that. Um, 266, that's... 
I think they're going to have to pass. I think they they might have to they might be trailing in this game. So I think at the end of the day, I think he'll get over. I think he'll get like two fifty maybe. Um, because I think they'll have to pass. But yeah, uh, I'm going to take the over on that one. Uh, Nick Chubb, ninety rushing yards. Um. Been under lately, except for the Bucks game. I think I'm going to go under because I think Deshaun Watson running the ball actually cuts into his yards more than it cuts into Cream Hunt's. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go over. Let's get the difference here. <laughs> that was part of the reason I took the under. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think just based on his success with against Cincinnati, uh, I'm going to go over. Um, I do agree. I think it, it's probably going to be pretty tight to that number um, because I agree with you. Deshaun is going to take some of the rushing yards, um, but I think I think I feel like I feel like Nick Chubb's going to get a break one this this week. We haven't seen one. We haven't seen one in a while. I think he breaks one, and yeah, that he, might, he's he's due for that. He is due, and there was there was a couple last week. I think he I think he tripped on one of them or, or a couple yeah. of them where he's like. He could have had it, so I think he I think he gets that. Yeah, uh, thanks to like a big run. Uh, okay, next one is this one could be thrown out, so we're gonna say it now. If Njoku doesn't play, this, this is gonna be thrown out. That's why I added an extra one in. But um, more receiving yards, Cooper or Njoku? I'm gonna go with Njoku. Um, I think being that he's gonna probably exist in in a kind of a safety valve space. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get more chances um, to get the ball. Uh, I mean, obviously this call could be offset if Cooper catches another 51-yard pass like he did you know, on Halloween. But I think Njoku is going to have more targets. Mm-hmm. He might not have more yards in the end, but I, I'm going to go with it. But I think he's I think he's going to have more chances to get those yards. I think, I think it's going to be pretty close. I think they're both going to have – Big games, but I'm going to go Cooper just to be different again. Um, I think I, I feel like they they can they can get they have success um, in a lot of a lot of games. They've had success on the on the sidelines against Cincinnati, um, even going back to OBJ, um, going back to uh, Cooper in this first game, Peoples Jones, Peoples Jones. Um, yeah, I just think they they've had success there, and, um, and I think Cooper will will be heavily targeted and get some good yardage there. So I'll go with Cooper. Um, last uh, over under is Miles Garrett one and a half sacks. I'm going to go over. By the way, <laughs> uh, I'm also going to go over. Yeah, I think I think I think two is a good number. Yeah, that's why that was great. That's why I, unless they dedicate their entire offense to making sure Miles Garrett doesn't ruin their day, which we have not seen yet. So. <coughs> no, we haven't seen them particularly do it. Right. Yes. Uh, most teams do, but yeah, that's why I'm going to go over. Um, I think he just done. He just went a terror against Cincinnati, and I think he's gotten at least two sacks. I would. Did he get how many sacks did he have last week or last game? I think he had two. I think he had one. Oh, he only had one. I don't know if he actually had any against the Texans. 
He might have one, but he had two okay. against the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's on a hot streak, and then he's facing a team that he does successful. He's usually successful against, so I'm going to go over. Uh, okay, final one is final score prediction. What you got? Um, I, I I still, even though we've kind of talked ourselves into it for the last hour uh-huh. plus now, first first time we've gone over an hour. Um, <laughs> even though we've kind of talked ourselves into it, I still think it's going to be tough to go down there and win with how well they're playing right now. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to be shocked if they win. The history would say that they have a good chance. Um, but I just, it, like, the, the team is still kind of in prove-it mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't exactly earn a whole lot last week because the defense, uh, the offense was so bad. So I think we're probably looking at, like, a... I'm going to go... Thirty-one twenty-six Bengals. Oh wow, that's pretty funny. I had thirty-one twenty-seven Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you. It's it's pretty much this is how I'm thinking. It's just it's the one last kind of show me game. Like I I can't buy in to this kind of final run until they show me against this team. Bengals are the hottest team, one of the hottest teams in the league. Uh, Browns are coming off an awful kind of offensive showing. Um, Deshaun has a lot to improve on. It, it's just one of those things they got to show me before I can kind of go in and trust them. Um, so that's why I'm going to go Bengals 31-27. But it's still going to be a competitive game. Um, I, it's going to be, I think, the Browns cover. Uh, they do, I think they get well over the over under 47 and a half, but I think the Bengals, that, that offense is just, it's humming right now. And the run game is playing well. I think it, it, we'll put it goes. this way. If the Browns defense goes down to Cincinnati and shuts <laughs> and, and is able to slow down this offense. Right. With the four weeks that they've had their the last four games, that might go a long way to saving Joe Wood's job. And I don't think yeah. that's anything anyone wants to hear. Or, or it might, or it might <laughs> compel those Kansas City Chiefs to hire him. <laughs> yeah, or the Chiefs need to find their own. <clears throat> well, the Chiefs have too much money dedicated to to, uh, to their offense right now. Right, but, true. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird phenomenon that a defense that no one that watches the team likes can be so good against a team that is <laughs> so good offensively. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just, it, it's, it's baffling. There, there's it gotta is. be, there's gotta be like the, the only thing I can kind of compare it to is the until mo- Monday night, <clears throat> until Monday night, the fact that the saints had like completely dominated Tom Brady. Right. In his time at Tampa Bay. He's yeah. now two and four against him. Like, all right, that's a good that, point. Does that make any sense? No. no. <laughs> the Saints haven't particularly been good the last three years. Yeah. But they, they keep beating them for some reason, and they've blown them out like twice. Right. So yeah. it, it's a – Good point. 
It's just one of those weird things that exist in the league. Yeah. The Chiefs can't beat the Bengals. The yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Bengals if the Bengals apparently beat can't the beat the. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if the Bengals can't beat the Browns this week, then I think it's real. Right. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, because this is like their Browns are Browns' offense is struggling. Um, Bengals are one of the hottest teams. Like everything should go Bengals. Like just based on what everything is looking at. Yeah. Like if, I'm looking at this predict uh, ESPN predictor as 73% for Cincinnati. Like, like everything should be going towards the Bengals, but you never know. Yeah. If they win, if they win this game and they give up less than 20 points, the the Browns defense against Joe Burrow thing is real. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Because that would be four games. That would be four games, or five five games. That they played against Joe Burrow, and they would have won all of them. Even granted, I don't know if they necessarily deserve to win the comeback one, right? But yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. It's one of it's gonna be a fun game. I'm I'm excited for it. Um, there's a, the past couple, not last week, but uh, before that, we're we're kind of hesitant, kind of going in. Um, but I, I'm excited to see how they, this team plays. Um, even though I picked them to lose, uh, I'm excited to see how they play, how how much Watson improves, and uh, should be a fun one. I, I don't see a, a blowout either way, so it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. Any, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, I I don't uh, like like I've like I've said I don't necessarily believe that. The Browns are going to win this game, but with the way that Cincinnati Twitter has acted this week, <laughs> I, if the I Browns so. win this game, Browns fans know. are going to be so insufferable. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah, that that kind of that just kind of gives it more, even more intrigue to this game. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Like, like the, 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 the Twitter fights where, Bengals fans are pretending not to care about the Browns while also throwing the Super Bowl in the face. Like, yeah, obviously, yes, we know we haven't been to a Super Bowl, but like, obviously, you <laughs> care enough to bring that up. So right. Don't right. say this game doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm excited, and uh, we'll be back with everybody uh, after this game. Um, probably pretty close to after that. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun one, and uh, we'll see what, what this offense has coming out of probably their worst showing of the year. So, yep. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, go Browns. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. 
Yeah, right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chapotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good poor. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.